Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Day. Hope all is well in your world. And of course, you know what the big story is. What's commanding attention all around the announcement yesterday evening? Probably one of the, um, how would I describe this? Least surprising <laughs> announcements that we've heard about in recent days. And I'll be very curious to hear from you. Very curious. Before I get started here, I have to tell you I am profoundly surprised by what I've been observing just in the past few days. There is certainly a sea change that has taken place. I mean, I'll mention, for instance, I, years ago, used to listen on a regular basis to Breitbart. They have a daily program on satellite radio. And I'm just keeping it real here. It got to the point that Breitbart pretty much became Trump-Bart. And it's been interesting to listen in recent days because there seems to be a shift there as well. I'm quite shocked that the cheerleading seems to be gone, seems to be gone completely. And now what we have, it seems like a very objective perspective and a desire to basically take in all of the data that's there. And by that, I mean what President, former President Donald Trump has to say, but also give other candidates a chance as well. And it sounds like. Donald Trump is in a place where he's going to have to make his case. And by that, I mean a fresh case for why he should be president of the United States again. I'll be very curious to hear from you. Those of you who watched the announcement, did you watch the entire thing? Did you not watch? Were there any surprises? Were any minds changed yesterday evening? So I'm very, very curious to get your thoughts. As I mentioned, not a surprise at all, but everything culminated in really this very, very short line delivered during the course of this, what, one-hour address yesterday out of Mar-a-Lago. Here is Donald Trump pretty much making the announcement about 2024. 
In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Very simple, very straightforward. That is the bottom line from yesterday evening's speech. I'm very curious to hear from you, and I, I want to provide a lot of opportunity, especially for those of you who are still hardcore Trump supporters. I want to hear from you. I want you to call and make your case. Why should Donald Trump be the nominee on the Republican side for 2024? By the way, I want to give uh, Chris basically a heads up here. For some reason, I have a slight echo that is uh, lingering for a little bit. So I just want to give you a heads up about that. What is pretty much not surprising again, the surprise that I get from those on the text line, the people who are let's just say very, very hostile toward this host because I am not a person who is completely on the Trump side. We begin with this one. (laughs) Vince, you never broke out of slavery. Trump owns you. We don't want our thoughts. You tell us our thoughts are wrong because we will vote for Trump. This is sad. It really is. Trump has my vote just because of what Democrats have done to him and this country. Democrats and media lie daily and make false accusations. Vince, if you listened to Trump's speech last night, you may have noticed that very quickly he reminded blacks and Asians their low unemployment rate was because of him. In other words, you owe me your loyalty. Vince, is anybody better than Biden? That's why Trump is the number one guy. It's either DeSantis or Trump, this texture says. All the rest are just the establishment. Vince, I will not support Trump anymore. I don't care about his middle school mouth. But man, many people do. The hatred against him, deserved and undeserved, is too strong. Great show, Vince. Donald Trump, please go away. Wow. This person warning, very ominous warning out of the upstate. There isn't going to be another election in 24. Wait and see. How many times have I heard this? Going all the way back to the Obama days. (laughs) That is a very uh, relentless, relentless conspiracy theory. By the way, I want to remind you, the way to reach this program, the Ingalls Market Stock Line, 800 the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Especially those of you who are Trump supporters, I want to hear from you. Well, I want you to call in. Make your case. Please, no platitudes. I'm serious. And in the spirit of what I just communicated to you, 
let's begin with a call from Jeremy. Jeremy, good morning, and welcome to the broadcast. Hey, good morning, Ben. Um, so I kind of come down in the middle here. My my opinion on him announcing, I, I have definitely become more of a, a, a on the DeSantis side of things. I, he's more, you know, Trump comes with all this baggage that we talk about. But he, the only thing that I think of that is good by him kind of getting in the mix is, you know, given his temperament and, you know, the last time I called in your show was probably was right after the 2020 election. And I am a firm believer that there were all kinds of anomalies in that election and even in the past election last week um, that are unfair. And there's some 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 bad mojo in these elections. Um, I think at the time you were very kind of not wanting to engage in that. But uh, Trump you know, the only thing I can see good about him getting in is he will not let that issue go. And I think the problem is most people are just not willing to uh, address and confront the fact that the elections have been um, corrupted and um, there is some, some bad things happening in swing states. And, and uh, I don't know if you are still sort of you know, in in denial in a way that, that that kind of stuff has taken place. And that is swinging. That swung the 2020 election and that swung some of these elections like in Arizona. But uh, well, well, we're going to talk about it. We'll address that, Jeremy. I do appreciate your call. A great way to start off. Good to hear from you. Much more as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back on the broadcast, you may have had to do a little searching to find the president's announcement, the former president's announcement last night. Before I go into this, I just want to call out the hypocrisy of the mainstream news media. And here's what I mean by that. They aired what amounted to political advertisements, not once, but twice. 
You remember when Joe Biden went out and delivered that, what people were calling the dark Brandon speech? And there was one after that. Both times, what was the theme? It was basically an anti-MAGA speech. It was political. It was not anything of national security value. It was not something important that the country needed to know about. This was basically free advertising. I just want to remind you of whose side the mainstream media is on. They're trash. I'm just being very blunt about this. The hypocrisy of not carrying a Donald Trump speech at the same time providing prime time for the old coot to go on TV and take cheap shots at Americans. It's highly irresponsible. And again, it undermines any pretense of journalistic integrity these folks may boast about, because it's simply not there. By the way, if you're on the line, hang on. We will try to get to your calls very soon, because what I first want to address is the fact that the broadcast networks chose not to take Donald Trump's campaign announcement. The country's three major broadcast networks opted not to carry the speech live. ABC, NBC, CBS decided to stick with previously scheduled entertainment programming. Reality show Bachelor in Paradise on ABC, science fiction drama La Brie on NBC, and a fictionalized show about the FBI and CBS. On cable, Fox News Channel aired most of the speech live. CNN carried the first 25 minutes before switching back to a panel discussion after Trump formally announced his candidacy. MSNBC chose not to air the speech at all, choosing instead to stick with Alex Wagner's 9 p.m. show. Now, the consolation on that is the ratings for MSNBC are so far down. Anyway, who freaking cares? And they deserve to be in the rating cellar. And let me throw this out to you. If these folks really cared about their ratings, why not do something different? For instance, if you know people are not watching your crap, why don't you bring some balance to your network? Why not give a conservative a show? You ever thought about that before? Put that show in prime time to run against the Fox News Channel, against Newsmax. But these folks are all in on propaganda. That's the reason why. Now, some are surprised by the fact that Fox carried this, considering several network commentators expressed a clear on-air preference last week for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to take over as the Republican 2024 standard bearer. Two other properties in Rupert Murdoch's media empire, the New York Post, the Wall Street Journal, also signaled last week a preference for DeSantis, with the Post declaring him the future on the tabloid's cover. The Journal's editorial board declaring Trump as the Republican Party's biggest loser. During the 2016 presidential race, CNN was frequently criticized for giving ample airtime to Trump's speeches. The network's new chief... Chris Light told reporters, told employees on Tuesday, coverage decisions about Trump as a candidate would be made on a case-by-case basis. So, 
I'd love to get your thoughts as well about the media's decision here. The major networks choosing not to take any of this speech live. Let's go out to a couple of quick calls here, beginning in Greenville, South Carolina, in the upstate with Wes. Good morning, Wes. Welcome. Hey, Vince. Thank you. Um, You know, what I like to tell people when we start talking about Trump is judge him on the standard that every single president before him was ever judged on, and he's off the chart. I work in the buy here, pay here car business, okay? A lot of people with shaky credit, you know, bad, um, not a lot of money. So, you know, what we do is we sell them cars with low down payments, um, a lot of minorities. And I noticed something one year into Trump's presidency. These people were coming in with, with a lot more money to pay down. They were filling out applications with very good jobs, um, you know, around here, BMW, suppliers like that, you know, very, very high-end companies. And within another two years of that, our repo rates were down to zero. Everyone was making their payments. Everyone was happy. Um, Can Trump win? I don't know, um, because he's been beat to death and hammered on every subject but what, but what we should be caring about. And that's what we've allowed the media and this weak-need society we live in about, oh, he did something that somebody might not like. Well, you know what, Vince? Lots of people don't like to hear the truth. Okay, so I, I want to stop you there, question. Wes. I want to stop you just for a moment because I'm not, I'm not objecting to truth, Okay. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying you. Right, saying but you. but I'm I think saying... what a lot of people are objecting to are some of the, um, let's just say, uh, unforced errors that this president has committed just in in recent days. And well, hey, I think he's this not is the most eloquent guy to ever <laughs> live. But again, I'm judging him on my life. Right. What 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 mattered. You know, what really, really mattered, and the question that I throw out there to people is, how did Trump fix it all? Remember Obama? I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, He can't do that. (laughs) That's a good impersonation, by the way. Trump Trump did better than his estimate that Obama was mocking him for. Right. Trump did that. Now, I don't think Trump is a walking genius. You know what I think, Vince? I think we've been jerked around. And fooled and treated like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz <laughs> by the Bushes, by the Clintons, by the Obamas, by whatever that machine is up there. Oh, yes. That's running this facade game. Okay. I'm with you. And I think a simple human being named Trump came in with one idea I care about America. And but with that simple premise and just, just that weighing things, you know, saying, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, he got no credit when Iran shot down that drone. And Lindsey Graham and all the war hawks are in there beating on his desk, saying we can't be perceived as weak. You know, we've got a right, right. Hey, Wes, Wes, I'm running, Wes, I'm running against a hard break here in just a few seconds. You have about 20 seconds, though, to tell me how can he win? Can he win? You know, Vince, I can't answer. (laughs) You know, but hey, it's okay. Through our process and see if he's nominated. That's okay. 
you know, All if right. somebody a better alternative, it'll shake out, right? It's fair enough. Wes, hey, great to talk with you. Always good to hear from you in the upstate of South Carolina. Stay with us, folks. Back on the broadcast, over on the text line. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Gotta skip that one for sure. Vince, reasons not to support Trump. One, he's a lightning rod. Two, he's becoming the Hillary Clinton of the GOP. He won't go away. Three, he supported Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. Four, he gave us Christopher Ray and Jerome Powell. Oh boy. If Trump wins the nomination, it's over for Republicans. He hasn't learned a single lesson. He didn't drain anything out of the swamp. He only made big government bigger. He bought the republic some time, but did nothing to stop the bleeding. He poured gas on the progressive fire every single day. DeSantis actually fights the threats to the Constitution without being a madman and without making things worse. He actually brings people together. I shudder to think about enduring another Trump candidacy. Wow, lots of interesting points in that particular text. If Trump wins in 2024, can he run for a third term? (laughs) Okay. This person says, you're pushing an agenda. Really, I am. What is that? Vince, when are people going to realize Brandon is a big, fat liar? How can he possibly say with a straight face Donald Trump failed America? Donald Trump made the last seven administrations look like children. As far as accomplishments go, typical communist doublespeak success equals failure, and failure equals success. I mean, what idiot would run this record of the last two years up against four years of Donald Trump? Really, there is no logical comparison that would make this last two years look good at all. Now, if you're comparing it to Jimmy Carter, and in that case, Jimmy Carter may have the edge. This person saying, I'm never doing that again. Hashtag Trump hangover. You're always up against a break with someone on their Talking good about Trump. Another conspiracy person here. Another person says, Amen, Wes. Vince Trump simply does not get it. That red hat MAGA is now associated with January 6th and threatens democracy. The Dems, the news media, have accomplished these themes. Hmm. Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. I promise we will get to more of your calls because a number of you are calling in today. Be patient because I want to update you on some news stories along the way, including this one. And this is not a liberal news source. This is the Washington Examiner, Paul Bedard. 
Get a load of this headline. Trump's 2024 odds in free fall. Biden and DeSantis would beat him. Politically damning headlines following last week's elections, coupled with what former aides call a lackluster 2024 campaign announcement on Tuesday. Interesting. Have tanked former President Donald Trump's betting odds of winning his job back. The betting site bookmakers.com told secrets this morning. Gamblers have shifted money to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and President Joe Biden as they seek a sure thing. In other words, they're putting their money on this, folks. Bookmakers.com spokesman Darren Hughes told us the election may be two years away yet. There is no doubt Donald Trump's pull in the Republican Party has weakened greatly in the last eight days. Many of Trump's closest allies saw their election bids fail miserably, as the 45th president's blessing is still seen as toxic in many areas of the U.S. Just last week, Trump was the odds-on favorite to win. No more. DeSantis first, followed by Biden, then Trump. Biden has seen a surge in bets since Election Day when the expected red wave faded. His party kept control of the Senate, limited the size of the GOP majority in the House. Here's what they said about Biden. He had been largely assumed to be a single-term president as his approval ratings were at near-historic lows for such a young presidency. Last week's showing suggests there may be fight in the old dog yet and could be seen as a mandate for a re-election bid in 2024. You know, I'm ready to... Man, i got to find my bucket right now. A mandate? Really? Indeed, he is now seen as more likely than Trump to prove victorious in two years' time. The site has Trump as the top vice presidential pick, presumably on a DeSantis-Trump ticket. (laughs) Boy, that would never happen. I can guarantee you that. Never, ever, ever happen. Let's go out to the sprawling metropolis of Wadesboro, North Carolina, and Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Vince. How are you doing? All right, sir. Um, I've uh, supported Trump. Uh, through all the garbage and stuff that I didn't like because all the good stuff he did. And right now, I believe he's the only hope we have to take take down a, a weaponized Department of Justice and FBI and rebuild them back into uh, useful. Uh, I love DeSantis, and, and uh, there was nothing I would like to see more than four years of Trump followed by eight years of DeSantis. Here's my question that I'll pose to you as I did with Wes. How can Donald Trump win? He has to reactivate the grassroots, and somehow it has going to have to be a grassroots movement because everything establishment, everything, uh, big corporation, big media, everything is go- they're going to pull everything they can. The Department of Justice, the, the FBI, they will not relent. They're they're going to fight him harder than ever, and so so. See, uh, can we can we stop a moment, Brian? Brian? Yeah. Because I, I, I don't want to get into all the conspiracy conspiratorial stuff because because the real central question now is can this man win over especially independents and swing voters that's the million dollar question all of that stuff really doesn't matter unless he wins those folks over how does he do that 
Well, that that he's got to keep. He had a different tone last night, and he's got to hold on to that. He can't go back to being the, the uh, back to land basting everyone and, and uh, just uh, you no know, borderline vulgar. He, he's got got to, uh, and he's got to got to keep support from from the 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 uh, mega people that that are elected. And uh, they're all shying away from him right now. And so maybe there's not a path for him. But uh, see, that's got to be Brian. That's got to be the central focus now. And and I'm sure his team is focused on this. How do we begin building? Uh, because that's got to be the key thing. Uh, I very much appreciate your call this morning, Brian. And I want you to understand, folks, any of you calling in, I'm not getting on anybody's case here. I'm just saying realistically. This is going to be an uphill battle because I don't think he's starting where he did in 2016. I think he's behind 2016 because he has to overcome his record, not the good parts of his presidency, the bad part, January 6th, all of those things. That's what he has to overcome with voters. Stay with us. some really good items here on the text line beginning with this one in grassroots politics time is the enemy people get burned out the energy is hard to capture again Trump can never rebuild what he had too many burn bridges we need new actually conservative voices if we're to win a few hundred cultists cannot sustain a political campaign that's very insightful it is. The only way Trump can win is if he has a come-to-Jesus moment and removes the plank from his own eye. Oh, my goodness. Some of you are really on it today. For Trump to have a chance, he needs to act like he did last night going forward. The construction format approach will not work this time. He needs to take the higher road, be the bigger adult in the room. The name-calling... And bear poking has grown old. Now we need just facts and data supporting it. He can do it. He has a chance. See, I, I, all of these things I just shared are powerful. And it comes back to the question, can he change? I'm a little skeptical. I think he will have to be and do something different if he's to win again. Here's one way President Trump can win over some of the base you talked about. Just like you suggested with Herschel Walker, he has to admit his faults and where he went wrong. He also has to change the tone he used over a week ago against some fellow candidates. But that horse may have long left the stall. Jeff, you're right. See, I'm, I'm tracking with all this stuff. And I want you, 
Let me let me just magnify everything that's just been said here and tell you this. Because I think I've communicated it before, but if I haven't, let me make this very clear. If I see a different Donald Trump, a humble Donald Trump, who, as this person, Jeff especially, says, hey, acknowledge your faults. You know, I really screwed up by some of the things I did and said. I want to apologize. Ted Cruz, that was that was terrible of me. The way I was disrespectful toward your wife. I mean, I mean, go through everything. Clear everything out. Mike Pence. That's a huge one. And I know some of you, that's a very sore subject. And I'm not suggesting I want to see Mike Pence run for president or be on the ticket. But I'm telling you what, this that's huge for me. The fact that all you can say when you're asked a question about people saying, hang Mike Pence, other people were very angry. There's something really wrong with that. I'm just saying. There's got to be some serious reconciliation. And the sad thing is, it's, it's not like all these people are enemies. I think you have to, and I don't care who this is and where, but you have to really do some serious soul searching in your own life if you create enemies. I'm not talking about the deep state and all this other stuff. I'm talking about, because I've said before, this man has had trouble with the shallow state. To me, you have trouble with the shallow state when you're endorsing Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House, a man with a, an F Liberty score. Is that draining the swamp? Just asking. And then we have this masterpiece. As Trump readies possible 2024 White House run, GOP mega donors back to Santis, Youngkin, and other Republicans. Folks, this is one of the things you want to watch in the next few days. Watch the money. And I know money may not be an issue for Donald Trump. But it can be an issue in the sense that it shows you where people's hearts and minds are. They're going to follow the money as well. Some of the nation's wealthiest GOP donors have been eyeing Florida and Virginia's Republican governors, Ron DeSantis, Glenn Youngkin, as more electable candidates for the White House. The Trump has railed against the rising GOP stars. He certainly sees them as a threat as they steal away the party's attention and campaign donations further away. Some of Trump's most loyal backers, Citadel CEO Ken Griffin, who gave over $100 million in the midterms, mainly toward Republicans running for state and federal races, recently told Politico he would back DeSantis if he runs for president. $100 million, Can you imagine? Just, oh, here's $100 million. In fact, a growing group of Republican mega donors are backing a fresh crop of GOP presidential candidates, even as Donald Trump readies his own likely bid for the White House, blaming the former U.S. president for the party's lackluster performance in the midterms last week. And some of the wealthiest donors eyeing DeSantis and Youngkin as more rational, more importantly, electable candidates for the White House in 2024. 
neither of these guys have even made any anything close to an announcement. But they've both started putting in place the fundraising teams and infrastructure necessary to explore a presidential bid. This is another interesting thing to watch. The money. People are not going to waste money. <laughs> Unless you're supporting the candidacy of two people who spent over a million, hundred million dollars on. You know who I'm talking about. Georgia, Texas. My goodness. Hour number two is straight ahead. We'll take more of your calls. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 